Thanks for joining us today for the Anchor Daily. We are reading through the books of Acts, learning about the early church and the unstoppable power of the gospel. Listen close as we dive deep into Luke's and Paul's accounts. Do you ever wonder what it actually would be like to live in the middle of a Bible story? This is Angie, and the story we read today in Acts 28, verses 1 through 10, is one of those cool stories for me. Acts 27 has just ended in Hollywood-esque, dramatic fashion with a shipwreck. Paul, along with his 275 companions, has endured two weeks of horrific storms at sea, sailors who wanted to abandon the ship, days without food, soldiers who wanted to kill the prisoners, and all of that concluding with a shipwreck crescendo. Whew, that's like an Alexander horrible, no good, very bad day. Acts 28 picks up with Paul and his companions being warmly greeted on the island of Malta as they had just washed ashore among wooden planks from their splintered, ruined boat. It's raining, it's cold, so the natives quickly build a fire to demonstrate hospitality. Have you ever been outside in the cold, perhaps in damp clothing, and you huddle up next to a big warm fire? The warmth that emanates is so soothing. Imagine if you were there with Paul and his companions. You close your eyes, you take a deep breath, your hands stretch out to feel the heat of the fire, your racing heart has calmed, and after two weeks of storms, you feel perhaps peace has arrived. Mm, nope. In Hollywood sound effect terms, this is where the sound of a needle scratching across a vinyl record loudly screeches. Boomers and Gen X know exactly what I'm talking about. Millennials and Gen Z, yeah, you probably have no idea. And I feel sorry for you. Google it. That sound means something bad is going down. In this case, there is suddenly a lot of commotion around Paul and the bonfire. Can I just say for the record that I do not like snakes at all? The scene before us with a live snake hanging off of Paul's hand and finding him flinging it into the fire like it's no big deal? Traumatic for me. Peace is interrupted. But it's actually not really interrupted by a snake. There is a pesky little sin called assumption that is making a grand appearance. Let's pick it up in verse 4. When the islanders saw the snake hanging from his hand, they said to each other, This man must be a murderer, for though he escaped from the sea, the goddess Justice has not allowed him to live. But Paul shook the snake off into the fire and suffered no ill effects. The people expected him to swell up or suddenly fall dead. But after waiting a long time and seeing nothing unusual happen to him, they changed their minds and said he was a god. Assumption number one, Paul is a murderer. Assumption number two, Paul is a god. That is quite a jump, a pendulum swing from one extreme to another. My point today is that we are all susceptible to doing the same thing. We sometimes question people's motives. We assume people are against us based on our perceptions of their actions. 
We cut off relationships with no valid reasons based on faulty data that seems believable. Words are twisted, our words not spoken are questioned, anger, hurt, pride, sin, all mixed up. That can cause destruction because the fallout from assumptions is often damaged or destroyed relationships. I have been there, I have done that, and I have the scars to prove it. Our minds and hearts can be crazy wicked. We slide down a slippery slope without any proof or truthful data. What we assumed suddenly becomes our version of truth. Our faulty conclusion is fed by misguided, unchecked feelings, leading to misguided, unchecked thoughts, which often accumulates in misguided, unchecked, and often unbiblical responses. You know what they say happens when we assume? Yeah, it's true. Author Wendy Pope put it this way, quote, 2 Timothy 1.7 tells us, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Looking at the last part of this verse, we see God gives us the ability to think, reason, and understand. Through Christ, we have a mind that is well-balanced and considers things in context. Our sound mind is stronger than our feelings, but we have to give our thoughts time to catch up with our emotions. A good way to do this is to pause and think clearly about the assumptions and conclusions we've made. When an assumption rears its ugly head, simply take a moment to ask if this assumption is consistent with this person's normal behavior. If it isn't, this would be a good time to ask a few questions. Ruined relationships can be prevented and assumptions can be put to rest when we stop and focus our thoughts on the things above. God has blessed us with a sound mind to surrender to the truth and not allow our imaginations to run wild. So much hurt could be avoided if we simply stopped, prayed, and asked God to show us truth. Dear Lord, thank you for empowering us by the Holy Spirit to overcome assumptions. Help us commit to believe the best before assuming the worst and to not allow our emotions to jump to false conclusions. May we love and serve others like you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's Word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to grow with you. We'd also like a chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you can find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together.